windows, lock your doors, keep your loved ones near, time is running out, it's here for fear! Welcome, this is Ear for Fear and I'm Donovan. And I'm Rick. And this is the podcast where we talk about scary movies or movies trying to be scary. Today we're going to be talking about uh, 2009's uh, Drag Me to Hell, directed by Sam Raimi. Uh, so basically, uh, Christine is a loan officer at a bank. She's uh, worried about her a lot in life. She's in competition with a colleague for an assistant manager's position and isn't too sure uh, where she stands with her boyfriend. Uh, worried that her boss will think less of her if she shows weakness, she refuses an additional extension on a mortgage to an old woman who now faces foreclosure and the loss of her home. In retaliation, the old woman places a curse on Christine. With the help of a psychic, Christine must try and rid herself of the demon, but faces several hurdles in her attempts. Will Christine survive or is her extension up when the demon tries to drag her to hell? good movie i like drag me to hell yeah yeah uh we both we both agreed on this one like 100 percent um this is like the third time i've seen this movie yeah this is probably four or five for me so this Uh, is a movie we definitely seen in the past that we both really like and what's you know what's interesting is it's a movie that I, i mean i don't i don't i never heard any bad things about it but i don't hear people talking about it a lot which is crazy to me because it's such a good movie you think this would come up in conversation a lot just for the fact that Sam Raimi has only made like two movies in the past 10 years. Yeah. And then one of them was his return to horror. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the last movie he made was Oz. Yeah. The movie before that was this movie. Yeah. So there's yeah. been like this six, seven year gap now where he has not made a movie. No. And the no. movie before that movie, which Oz was so, so yeah, but drag right. me to hell is a, classic it's, I, it's a great movie especially 11 years now into the future we can look back at this movie and be like yeah this movie was great yeah and I, I i do wish we had more movies like this in fact i wish we had more sam raimi movies like this yeah me too because drag me to hell and evil dead like occupy like this like horror comedy slapstick cartoon thing that we saw yeah. in dead alive that yeah. we just don't see very often where the movie's having a lot of fun and not mm-hmm. taking itself too seriously where you can be scared yeah. because there are plenty of scary scenes in this movie and yeah. then be laughing in the next scene. Yeah. I love this movie. Yeah. And when I say I've seen the movie three times these days, I almost never rewatch a film almost never. So the fact that this movie has like an average of a once per three years rewatch type of <laughs> yeah. statistic is actually really impressive. I know. Right. Yeah, I know. Um, but you've seen this four to five times. Yeah, I saw Where it. Have you find the, found the time so, to watch this movie that many times? I, I saw it at the theater when it came out in 2009. And then I, I think I watched it again when it came out on, let's say, DVD. Then um, I bought it last year. I bought the, uh, the special edition. I think it's from, what is it, like Shout Factory or one of those. 
um, which is which is a really cool uh, which is a really cool special edition Blu-ray. And then I watched it again recently, and uh, yeah, I, I love this movie. It's like it's like it's a movie where it's like I wish he was doing more of these, and I and I get it. I mean, you you know, you started in the horror genre, and then you kind of you kind of branched out, and you did the Spider Mans and and some of these other movies, but. Um, this one is, this one is like, is, is like return to horror. And I wish he would just stay here instead of doing stuff like Oz. I think, did, do we hear he's, he's rumored to maybe do the next Dr. Strange? I think is, is that, I think that's a rumor, right? You would know more about that than I would. Yeah, no, I I've think, seen a few yeah. names pop up for Dr. Strange. Yeah. He's, he's, he's rumored to, to possibly direct it and that's fine. Um, you know, um, I think that would be cool. Um, but I wish he would just stick with um, horror. But I know he's not going to do that. So I don't think any one director needs to stick with this particular genre. I think I'm I'm being uh, selfish. That that's really what this boils <laughs> down to is is I'm being selfish because yeah. because I I love all his. It doesn't mean I hate his other movies. I just love the horror stuff better. Um, and then when, you know, he took that long break from say, uh, army of darkness and then did this one, it was great. It was like, oh my gosh, she's back. And, and it's just, and it's fun because, and I know he did like, he directed an episode, I think of, uh, Ash versus evil dead. Um, which is cool. I mean, that that's fine, but I just wish he would, uh, I wish he would do more stuff like this. Um, me too. And I agree with you when it comes to that self selfish aspects. Um, I find this movie so enjoyable. Yeah. You know, I want to see more of it. Yeah. This movie's run is a clean 95 minutes. You know, it gets every, it does everything it wants to do in a very short amount of time. And it's an amount of time where I wish it was a two hour movie. Not, not saying that the movie would be better for it. Yeah. But just, I, I wish I can spend more time with these characters and this world that he's created. Yeah. I think, I mean, I feel with, with him and his brother, Ivan Reitman. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Ivan Ramey. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Reitman is, it would be a different, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a different director, but yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I felt the, I felt it was a good running time. I didn't feel it was too long. I felt like it was too short. I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, I, it was just, it was super fun. I mean, even from the, the title of the movie, Drag Me to Hell, it's just a killer title. Yeah. You it's know? uh it's a log line and a title all in one. It's it's the pitch. You know what this movie is about. Someone's getting dra dragged to hell. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, and when it comes to openings, this movie kills it. <laughs> this opening This movie's awesome. like or the the, the opening is like 2 minutes long, gives you the the entire movie in like miniature and is like amped up to like the 11th degree and is awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Uh, so I, so the beginning is uh, this uh, uh, family, uh, mm -hmm. uh, husband, wife, or mom and dad, I guess how you look at it, uh, you know, pulls up to this kind of bigger home. I, I don't know if you call it a mansion, but a bigger home. They have their son in, in uh, they have him in the bed of the truck. I think they did. I don't he was, remember. I think that he was, he was wrapped up in a blanket and, and, and they're of course, you know, freaking out. They, they're banging on the door and, and they're explaining this, this woman answers, uh, answers the door and what is she what would you say she is maybe 25 30 um and they're 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 talking with her telling her hey you know he's hearing uh he's hearing voices type of thing you know the what's funny about the universe so let's let's do a quick comparison to our universe superstitious stuff is yeah. well i'm of the opinion that this stuff doesn't exist um i think a lot of people would be um in this universe, these supernatural elements, heaven, hell, demons, etc., all exist. Yeah. Um, 
clearly something is wrong with the boy. Yeah. We don't know if they've exhausted all options, but if they're coming to this person on the third day, clearly yeah. they've they've done the work. And now they're they're reaching out to a spiritual advisor, someone who has yeah. clout, enough clout to does she I don't know if for sure, but does she own this giant mansion? I, I think it's like a family, like it's it's it was part of her family. Uh, I, I think so like later even, on, yeah. Because like later on in the movie we yeah. we hear that we we learned that this mansion was built on top basically a rift of like energy where demons yeah. are able to easily pass through not just yeah. demons but yeah. all types of spirits yeah so like it's like a doorway yes like a doorway and i so i'm getting the impression that this was a family owned home and not maybe a, just passed down or something yeah not maybe. even necessarily owned but even built like, yeah, like yeah, they there built you go. it yeah here. i think she mentions her father built you know built okay. it. yeah yeah so that's cool yeah um so this is 1969, little kid. Parents are distraught that their kid is on death's door, apparently. They know yeah. something is gravely, gravely wrong and something <laughs> is plaguing them. They bring it to her. She immediately knows something is wrong. And yeah, like yeah. gravely wrong, terribly wrong. But but she asks them, uh, you know, hey, you know, what's what's going on here? Yes, and, that's and- what clued her in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, what happens? Oh, do they specifically use the word like gypsy? gypsy woman? Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The boy, yeah, the, <laughs> they 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 try to play kind of dumb at first, and she's like, ah, you know, come on. And so, uh, basically, it's uh, yeah, you know, my uh, our son stole uh, a necklace from a gypsy woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they, of course, they try to give it back to her, apologize, but no, nah, she wasn't having any of that. So now I think the reason they didn't give it back, and we learned this later on in the film, but it's not somebody would immediately know at the beginning, is because they put the curse on the item, and yes, I don't think yes. you can remove the curse. So if they were to then take ownership of the item, yes, then the one who put the curse is now the one going to be drugged to hell. Yes, they're, they're, to hell. yeah, they essentially assume, you know, they right. they. they curse the object and the and the person who has it if they took it back they're essentially cursing themselves you're right? basically th- this whole thing is fucked as soon as this thing is cursed it's it's fucked it's basically like the tape of uh you know uh like the ring you know it's it just exists it's there yeah. forever yeah um which is kind of shitty if you think about it huh i mean you can't you can't really destroy the object no, because the ownership is still stands. Yeah. It doesn't matter what exactly. type of state the the so, thing is in. So it's either it's either the the the, the, the let's say the, the person who put the curse on them removes it, which I don't think they can or they will. Um and, or you can gift gift the item to someone, but you're you're essentially giving them this horrible curse where Yeah, we bit we were described as their soul being torn apart or eaten for all of eternity. Yeah. It's a heavy thing. Yeah. Like simple death is not like a big deal here. It's you will be destroyed for all eternity over and over yeah. again. This is terrible. Yeah. It's it's honestly a, a, a rough deal just for being slightly wronged. Yeah. It's an extremely huge punishment. We'll talk yeah. about it as we talk more about this film. Yeah. But I, I both love this movie and I hate this movie for, for that particular reason. But we will talk about it. Oh, really? We will. Yes, we will talk about it. Okay. All right. Okay. Dot, dot, dot. We will yeah, get back to this. I, I, as we I understand talk about what the you're film. saying. Yeah. Um, so, so she, uh, the, you know, so <clears throat> she brings the, the family inside the house, talks to them about it, then kind of, you know, <laughs> shit kind of goes uh, a little south there up in there. I believe it's on the second floor of the home. Right. Uh, the, the demon uh, 
Now, is this at this point where we're introduced to? I don't know if we use we hear the word Lamia. Yeah. I don't know if we're. I, I'm assuming I, I so because is, that is yeah. the demon. Yeah, that's the demon. So it's, I, yeah. it's the specific demon that these uh, uh, people curse onto the object and then takes the soul. Yeah. of whoever has ownership of the item. Yeah. I just forget if if we hear it at this point. I think we, you know, I think we do. I think we okay. do. Um, if we don't, we 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 eventually know it's the same demon, right? Um, maybe it's later on in the movie that the the, the psychic, I forget his. I think it's uh, Ram Jaws. I think that's the character's name. I think he says, "Hey, it's Lamia." Shows her the book, but they may she may have said it then. I, I don't remember. But the, basically, it's the third day. Um, the demons essentially come to collect, right? I yeah, mean, it's you know? it's like maybe morning ish, right? Can't remember. I no. mean, it's daylight, yeah. So yeah. presumably, it's time's up for this kid. And we're yeah. introduced to the Aunt Lamia. We don't actually see it. We might see shadows and silhouette. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know we don't actually see the demons in this film very well. There's very quick shots of them, but most of the time they're either silhouettes or they're invisible. Yeah, and that's what happens here. The Lamia yeah. it shows up, invisible, knocks everyone around. Yeah, yeah, the room. Yeah, and then the kid gets thrown off the <clears throat> second floor onto yeah. the first floor. You think he's dead? He's not dead yet. <laughs> he's not dead yet. He just it looks like uh, he took a spill, but that was a that was a large drop from from that top balcony there yeah um then the kid gets you know the 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 floor opens up to yeah, hell it's like a cool marble cool like marble floor basically breaks open he gets he gets dragged yeah he gets dragged yeah. to hell and uh the exorcist drug to hell is it drug to hell or drug See, to I, hell? I said drug to hell on accident drug. but i'm pretty sure the the, the, the word is dragged <laughs> dragged i'm gonna have a lot of trouble with that <laughs> yeah yeah um, but yeah, uh, the exorcist lady sees this and she says, I'm coming, I'm coming for you, bro. Yeah. We're going to not yeah, cool. Yeah. We're going to meet up again at some point in the future. I don't know when, but we're going to cross paths again. And then the, we get some really fucking cool music with yeah. like the violins and everything going <laughs> off really loud. Yeah. And then the title card dragged me to hell. Yeah. All in about two minutes. This is great. It's the movie in miniature that we know exactly what we're in for. Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great opening. We're introduced to everything we need to know. Uh, cursed objects. Um, if if this curse isn't lifted, you go straight to hell. Um, and that these are brought about by essentially a person feeling slighted and needed needing to punish the person. Yeah, um, yeah. you know who yeah. did the slight, disrespected, shamed. Exactly. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we get uh, transported forty years into the future. At this point, would be present day in two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Yeah. And we meet Chris. Yeah, and Chris, she works. Yeah, in, she yeah. works for the bank. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's a loan officer. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds about right. She works for some sort of nondescript bank. It's not really yeah, important. Yeah. It's just your your, your <laughs> successful bank. What I like that what I like that they they did in the first minute or two of introducing us to Christine or Chris is that she's dri- she's um she's driving to work. She's yes. she's yes, she's yes, yes. she's listening to. I'm going to, I don't know. It's like addiction tape. Yeah. Because she has an accent. She She has an accent in the country working on a farm. Yes. And she's trying to sound more city. Yes. She's trying to ditch, you know, uh, you know, her, her previous, you know, her previous life in a sense, you could tell immediately because she's, she walks by like a bakery, sees the goodies and is like, uh, so you can right away. It's like, it's, it's great because it's like they, they convey to you right off the bat. Okay, she's she's from from a small town farm, and she used to be fat. 
like immediately, which I thought was great. So it's really, really smart. Yeah. So um, we also know that she's a person who is not satisfied with who she was yes. and has some ideal of what she should be. And she's working to fix that. Yeah. She used to be heavyweight. Now she's yes. very slim. Yes. She used to talk like a country person. And now she talks like a city person. She used to work on a, she used to be a farmer essentially. Like she used yeah, to work with her on her family's to, farm. Yeah, yeah. And now she's working for a successful bank. She's clearly going after sort of like this more like American ideal of what it means to be successful, slim, attractive, yeah, yeah. make, make good money. Yes. You know, um, now we can argue that these are sort of faults in her character because you don't need any of that stuff to be happy. Yes. And I, and I believe these are the faults that, um, <laughs> that really kind of screw her, you know, I, right. Cause when she, she's looking yeah. for the position, uh, yes. the assistant manager. Yeah. Position. Yeah. She, right. she's, yeah, she's, uh, she's hooked on these and, um, and these eventually become her downfall. Um, you know, all this stuff could have been avoided if, if that wasn't so, um, important to her. Um, but she, she, she shows up at work. Uh, she talks to her boss about the, the, the vacant assistant manager's position that she really, really wants. Um, it, it's basically, uh, between her and I think its name is Stu, which is kind of, he's just kind of a, a douchebaggy guy. I mean, he just, he's, he's fairly new to the, to the, um, to the bank. And he's already being considered, I guess, because he's kind of a go-getter or whatever. And what we don't find out <clears throat> later on is that his dad is probably in the industry in some way and helped him get yeah. the job. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. This guy looks like he's in his late thirties, early forties. Uh, like he yeah, looks I, pretty established. I would say, yeah, I would say, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. But late twenties to early to to mid thirties, he I just think. looks like a forty-year-old to me for some reason. He whatever. just has that face. I'm yeah. sorry. No, um, it's okay. He's he's just an a-hole. You can tell immediately he's an a-hole. He's a kiss ass. Um, duplicitous yeah 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 uh, manipulative just trying yes. to get yes cut through it trying to do anything he can to get ahead to, to get that yeah and so it's between them two you know um you know she definitely wants it um you know so so the you know her boss is basically telling her hey this is what's it, it, you know the job requires i need someone that can do this well then oh all of a sudden here's you know, and 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 let's say her name right. Is it? It's Mrs. Ganush. I mean, because I'm sure it's, we're gonna. Is it Sylvia Ganush? Sylvia Ganush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know we're gonna mess it up along the way. I, I'm I almost, not. I love this name so much. I almost want to say Ganush. <laughs> please say Ganush. Ganush. Whatever you want to say. This is a great name. I I, I put it down. It's Ganush, and it's uh, she's an older, nasty gypsy woman. See, oh my gosh! See, you say that, and I think the movie is having a little. Is it's 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 what's the expression? Having its cake and eating it too. It's doing that with Sylvia Ganush as a character. I think they're 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 putting too much paprika on the Ganush character. They're making her seem so gross and nasty as this old woman, and I, I hate. I kind of hate this. I almost wish they made her more sympathetic because. When you make the character this unlikable and then curse the main character who literally goes through life and limb to get rid of the curse, it feels so, so awful. So, hold on, so, so, hold on, let me get this. We'll straight. talk, we'll talk yeah. about it, obviously. I will, I, yeah, well, yeah, we have to, but, okay, I, but yes, I, 
She sits down at the desk and she's doing this. She's what? like stealing candy. But what is she doing with her fingers? What is she she's, just? She's hitting the hitting her desk with with her fingers. Yeah, do 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 do. And these nasty old dirty fingers. And so you know, so Christine, hey, can I help you? She she explains, hey, you you know, I get getting these, you know, these these letters from you guys that you're going to take my home. And, you know, explains her, her, her financial situation. Um, uh, she had, she had gotten sick. She basically lost her right eye. Um, no, she did lose her right eye. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she lost. <laughs> she her, didn't yeah. basically lose it. Well, yeah, she, she actually lost it. It's gone. Yeah, There's like yeah. a glass eye there, which gives her this off look. It, yes. Which, which adds to this character. I, mean, it, it, I love it, her character it, design. It really, it's, it's almost absolutely perfect. Um, I would say it is perfect. You, yeah. I, to, before I even picked up the movie again, I remember this character yes. to the teeth, oh my the glass eye, yeah. the teeth, the dentures. I mean, yes. the fingernails, yeah, the, the yeah. way she dressed up, the even the the when she's uh, she has the handkerchief, which comes into play throughout this movie. But she's spitting it, and it's just this nasty. Looks like just I don't know brownish, greenish phlegm. It just it just adds to the the character of her, and it's it's establishing kind of who this. I'm not going to say who the woman is, but they're definitely painting a picture of her character. There's a, an, an, an economy of storytelling and character building happening in like these first 15 minutes that really just oh yeah laid down the rest of the movie. And yeah. it works so well. He's doing yeah. such a good job here. Like, you know exactly who, who every character is within like the first few seconds you get to meet them. It happens yeah. with Chris. It happens with uh, Justin Long as the yeah. boyfriend Clay. character. Is his name Clay? Clay. I think it's Clay, yeah. And then you get it with Chris. You even get it with the boss and Stu. Yes. You know exactly who everyone is as yeah. soon as you meet them. We get all of the main characters in, like you said, 10, 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. Boom. It's right there. Yep. There's just a table setting. Here it is. Yeah. Let's have fun. Yeah. And we're having fun right away with Miss Ganoush. Uh, <laughs> Ganoush. 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 <laughs> Whatever, uh, I love that. I love the name because the name feels it's, like it's a perfect. Is it? It's like a perfect name for this woman. It feels like a like a burp or something, like a like an ex spell. I'm sorry for anyone with the actual name Ganesh, but for this character, it just fits so well, and I don't know why. Maybe yeah. it's the hard G. G's I just Ganesh. associate with like weird sounds or. <laughs> smells i don't, I don't know. know i'm very sorry no um so she's asking for an extension on her home yeah. she's been given two already yeah. yeah she's in a rough spot because you know she lives in america she got sick and now she's in debt she can't pay for the house yeah um and now chris is presented with an opportunity to either approve another extension yeah or to deny her an extension and repossess the house Yes. Um, so she goes to her boss and asks, hey, this is the situation. For, for close on the house. Essentially, yeah. Taking taking the house back, which is a good thing for the bank because the bank owns the note on it. So, yeah. And so we get, you know. They'll get a lot of money from the yeah. repossession. Yeah. So they, they you know, they take, they take it back. You know, they, they could resell it and whatever or whatever, uh, you know, usually they could. They foreclose on the loan. It's usually the these banks are insured, so they it gets written off, and then they sell it and they make money. And it's a hey, it's a it's a win for these banks, you know. So she's, you know, her boss tells her this, you know. Um, and, he, but he gives her the opportunity to make the decision herself. Yeah, he says it's her. a hard call. Yeah, but it's it's your yeah, call because it's you know he he told her earlier, hey, you know the the assistant manager is going to have to make calls like this, so he's he essentially uh, testing her right now. Yep. 
And so she comes back um, in the meeting. In the meantime, but like you, she's already made her decision because she's yeah. eyeing the assistant manager. She even looks oh, at the desk on her way back. Empty desk, yeah. And uh, she says, "I'm sorry, Miss Ganesh. We can't do it." Yeah, and, and, and I, Miss Ganesh, I, I think she believes, oh, this is a no-brainer. They're going to give me another extension. I, I, you know, she's eating a piece of candy. She takes out her dentures, her nasty, you know, beat up old you know, rusted looking dentures. She eats a piece of candy. I think she thinks "Ah, that's no big deal. This is just a, this is just a formality. They're going to, they're going to issue me a third extension. And, and Christine says, Nope. And the woman's kind of shocked at first. And then she's of course, you know, upset and, and starts to um, beg. She begs her. She doesn't at first, she builds up to it. She sort of takes it for a second. She stands up. She turns around, looks at Chris, and then she starts to beg. The begging doesn't work. And then Miss Ganesh says, you have shamed me. Yeah. And let's, let's now begin what I hate about this movie. So now, I will say I love this movie. I, you know, I love, love this movie. I have so much fun with this movie. Um, I, I just get giddy watching it every single time. Sam Raimi is killing it the entire time. The music is killing it the yeah. entire time. Yeah. The the action, the the direction, the scary scenes. I love almost everything. Outside of a few the wonky instances of CGI. Yes, we'll talk about that later because I have the same problem. That I, yeah. I absolutely adore this movie. But yeah. now let's talk about the thing I hate about this movie. Yeah. I hate the fact that Ganesh, and this is excellent character work. He knows exactly who this character is. But I hate the fact that Ganesh says, you have shamed me. Yeah. As if Chris is the one doing any of this to her. Now we will, let's make the argument. I feel like if, if you feel like you don't hate this, I feel like this is a good Mm -hmm. time to talk about it. Sure. But Ganesh is asking for a third extension on her house, on her home. She's an elderly woman who is not working. Yeah. Um, she's already been granted two extensions. She had, she did get sick and she's in debt and that totally sucks. But banks aren't in the, in the business of just handing out money or equity yeah. for no reason, it any reasonable person would have known that they were not going to be a granted a third extension yeah. when they have no way of no income, no way to pay the bank back. Yeah, you know, um, this is absurdity. You should have known you were going to be told no. Someone saying yes would have been winning the lottery. Yeah. And now, you, knowing that, you go into to this poor person and saying, you have done this to me, yeah. this person who is only representing the bank. Now, this, this soldier's taking order, whatever, let's not talk about it. It's absurd. I hate this so much. And now she begs when yeah. she was already given the answer no, as if that would change it. <laughs> She's denied still. Chris has not changed her mind. The bank has not changed her mind, their mind. Yeah, yeah. And now she says, you have shamed me. Yeah. You have done this to me. No, she fucking didn't. <laughs> she did not. You did this to yourself. You're the one who embarrassed yourself. Now, what the fuck? <laughs> I hate this so much. I hate it so much. And so now this entire movie, the whole rest of the movie, all the troubles that uh, this character Chris is going to experience is because this person is so so petty that she will curse this person to hell 
because she did not get a third extension on the home on, yeah. on her home that she had no reason to expect anyway. Yeah. I'm that, that's not the end of my spiel. It's the whole reason I hate this part of the movie and yeah. everything that happens to Chris, regardless of Chris's fault, she does not deserve to be burned in hell eternally for this. No, she, no, no. Let, let's get this straight. Okay. No, and nothing that she goes through. Does she deserve? Could she have ex- done another extension? Absolutely. If I was put in that position, I don't know what I would have done. I probably would have given her an extension. You know, I, 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 you know, um, in the business I'm in, um, I mainly deal with um, the elderly, 62 or older. So I, I'm sympathetic to that. I probably would have given her an extension, but you're right. How, she had no job. She'd be back in a month asking for a fourth extension or a fifth extension. I mean, where does it end? Um, so I understand why you don't like that. I get it. And, but let's and- also let's also go back and look at how this character has been painted so far. She stole candy. She took out her dentures on this person's desk. No, I know. <laughs> spit everywhere. Oh, she has no absolutely no respect for the person who's uh, who she's working with and asking for the extension for. Yeah. So why should I respect this character? Yeah. It's not like some old, sweet old lady. And then this is why this movie oh is doing yeah. some weird characterization work. I'm sorry, characterization work with Ganesh. Yeah. You're not supposed to like her. Everything no. we see about this person no. is not likable. It's, it's not. Nothing. Nothing at all. So now if this movie had painted her as a very sweet lady yeah. who was really down on her luck, um, who was very nice and kind, who definitely did not want to burden her family, which is another reason I hate. Yeah. Just move in with your family. She would have yeah. accepted her, her granddaughter, which she, yeah, which Ex- is, yeah. So this person literally is out and is like, no, that's another, that's just a whole nother thing, right? Yeah. yeah. That's just additional evidence or uh, backing up of my point. Yeah. Um, no, so but, it's like, yeah. it's like, it, now if this was a nice lady, then yeah, I'd be like, Chris did make a mistake here. She could have granted it. Yeah. And maybe that would have been the morally correct situation in this case. But number three, I know this, this character most sucks. Banks, first of all, most banks don't even do that. They, they do make They may do one for you. The reality is they may do one, mm-hmm. you know, and that's under a certain certain, you know, special circumstance. And, and so, but it is a movie. So, okay. You know, um, but, but yeah, I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying. I do. This is look, just like, I, look, Chris doesn't deserve any of this, of what this, when this woman does this, you know, this curse she puts on her, hell no, she doesn't deserve it. Now, now I'm going to go on the other side and say that Chris was selfish because yes, she, she was selfish here because this was about that, 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 uh, that, 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 that fancy that fancy assistant manager's desk that she kept looking at. That's what this boiled down to was that that's what it's boiled down to. You know, she felt bad about this. She wanted to give it to her, but, but she wanted that assistant manager's position more. So, so that was a little selfish on her end. And, and so, but again, nothing that she dealt that she got cursed on. Did she deserve, you know, she, I don't know what she deserved, but it wasn't that it could have been something else. It could have been, Hey, you know, Mrs. Ganush is, is, is outside at five Oh five and she's given her a few words. Okay. Yeah. You know, 
but not what she got after she walked to her car. I I think if I think that the way this is the situation has been presented, I think the way the position has been presented is that if the assistant manager position or promotion was not up for grabs, that and that Chris was presented this opportunity anyway, she would have still said no. You think so? I think. Well, no, I no, I don't. But I feel that in in most cases, any other person would have said no. And I think that in a different movie, Chris would have said yes, and she would have got fired for it. But I also think that her saying no was the logical conclusion. And that the saying no was, although motivated by the promotion, was almost tangential and coincidental that it just happened to be the one that was in line with the promotion like the position it's he just sam and ivan right ramey have just put this situation in such a gray area when usually it's usually black and white but this one is just it's well i would say that she would have said no in most other situations anyway despite the promotion this is number three you can't say yes every single time yeah but it is the movie does still present it as she wants the promotion She's going to say no. Yeah. But who cares? This lady doesn't deserve that. Now, if she, no, was, she, if she was very nice, then sure. But anyway, yeah. uh, do you have anything more to say on this mm-hmm. point? Regard- no, no, no. I, okay. I, I don't know. But I, we've I, been talking about this for a while. And yeah, I, I, that's okay. And again, I it's love such a good movie, though. So, it, you know, I love this movie. The fact that it, I hate this part so much is yeah. actually a benefit of the movie. Or it, it's just yeah. uh, I don't. It's just yeah. a huge compliment. Yeah. Not many movies are able to make me feel so much vitriol for a character and a scene yeah. as much as this one. And, and, and I didn't, I didn't mind it at all. Um, what I realized with, with, uh, you know, Sam and, and his, his brother doing in this film, uh, Ivan is that you are made to feel uncomfortable several times through this movie. All that, the time I'd argue. That is what I don't like is, is this, this uncomfortable, we can talk about it later, but the scene with the the mother and the father, oh my gosh, that stuff like that drives me crazy. I, I almost want to fast forward through it because I I I hate I hate what the what the character is going through um on the on the on the negative side. You know, this is I just, the this is the huge difference between you and me. I've seen all of the office. Yes. You have not. I, I can't. Now this the, is perfect. It's perfect that you're bringing this up. A lot of the office is cringe comedy. I can't especially do it. the original British series. Yeah. Um it's I love that show. I love most or I love a big chunk of that show anyway. Yeah. yeah. And you can't watch can't. many episodes. I can't. I, I start watching it and then and then uh Steve Carell's character. Um, played beautifully. That's why oh, it's so effective. No, he's great, but he does stuff that I just, I, I have to turn it. I just, there, it's just so like you're saying, it's so cringe. I, I can't, I can't do it. I, I find myself, I'll watch a little bit of it. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh my God. He's going to be stupid. And then I, I, I got to hurry up and turn it because I can't deal with it. And I know it's just, a, it's just a show. It's not real, but I get, I get, I get like hooked or engrossed in the character and I'm like, okay, I can't do that. And that's, and that's what they do in this movie a few times. There's, yeah, there's, there's those weird social situations that are made uncomfortable because it's breaking some sort of so, like social norm yeah. in some very terrible degree where you feel so empathetic for the person you're, you're care, you care about. Yeah. Right. Just because they're in such a horrible position. But the movie also does that with physical situations. 
that I'm okay with. I, I seem to be okay with that. Okay. Yeah, that that I'm okay with. But so let's let's get back on it. So uh, we we forgot um, Chris. I'm just going to call her Christine. Uh, she she at lunchtime goes to visit her boyfriend Clay, which is played by Justin Long. He, um, he's really good in this. He's movie. really good in this. Uh, perfect. I mean, absolutely perfect for this. He, for he him. ends the movie. With, oh my god, that was great. Uh, that last. He's yes. the last shot of the yeah. movie. And yeah, he kills it. Right he there. kills it there. We'll talk about it. Yeah, later. Well, but uh, he's a he's a doctor, right? Professor. Yeah, they call him a doctor, but he does seem to be more in like a more like professor. an educational yeah. type of situation. Yeah. He's uh, she visit him at his office. Um, he's a uh, collects. Not that it's relevant. It comes no, up it's super relevant because it's a small well, coin. Yes, in an envelope. yes. <laughs> that's a I, huge deal. I, I think more so as, as <laughs> I, meant, I meant like uh, the relevancy as to a hobby. I think the hobby. It is every I, single decision right. in yes. this movie is deliberate. Yes, as I'm, is this hobby. Yeah, yeah, it's a coin. It's shaped round, and we'll find out why that's important <laughs> in just true. a few minutes. It's true. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. But yeah. she fan, she brings him like a nine, uh, fancy coin from yeah. like the nineteen like nineteen twenty nine. It's a very specific coin. Yeah, she found it in circulation. Yeah, he she geeks, gives it to him as yeah. a present, and then yeah, he geeks out he about geeks it. Out about it. Um, she she leaves. He gets a telephone call. It's his mother. You can tell right off. I think he has her on speaker, and Chris is just left but she's out there getting a drink of water at the at the drinking at the water fountain she overhears the mother the mother just seems like a total bitch she just seems like right off the bat like kind of stuck up um kind of i don't know pompous you know right off the bat and he's he's sitting there and he's kind of um um sticking up for for chris like he has to defend her and it's like you haven't even i've dated her a year you haven't even met her who does that you know yeah she is not a good person she's recommending a different girl to him yeah as he says that she as, is as he's been dating christine yes. for a year um she hears all this she walks away dejectedly and this it's this movie doing really good character work in just as little time as possible yeah we know that chris loves uh his name clay i'm sorry yeah clay yeah. we know clay is head over heels for chris oh yeah they do seem to be like a very yeah well-adjusted normal couple yeah for sure. No, we don't see this a lot. Um, they just seem to be very loving. Yeah. We get that right away. Absolutely. They're doing nice yeah. things for each other. How many couples on lunch break go visit each other yeah. at work? Not a lot. No, no. They, they don't, don't also then bring very specific and thoughtful gifts to each other yeah. either. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we get all this in a few minutes. We know that the, the they ha she had not met uh, his parents and that uh, things are weird there. His parents are probably well off and stuck out. Yes. Yes. Um, the mom is kind of an asshole. Yes. Um, at least we're led to believe in that like 30 second 30 conversation. If that. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really quick. Yeah. And then she goes back to work and that's where we meet Ganesh. Yeah. We, we meet Ganesh. So we already have that, you know, we've already established that interaction with Christine and, and, and Ganesh. Um, we fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's off. It's uh, after hours. She yeah. goes to the parking lots, um, which yeah, is parking a parking garage. garage. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, she sees Ganesh's car, which is like this old beat down <laughs> car from like the seventies. Yeah, I don't know. What um, it was, yeah, and uh, it's empty, and her car <laughs> is directly facing it. Yeah. And then she goes to her car. She gets in her car. Everything <laughs> seems normal. Then we see the handkerchief. You, yeah, the, I love that handkerchief. See, yeah, it's, it's, it's just kind awesome. of floating in a wind that doesn't exist. It's almost in the like parking a, garage. it almost reminds me of the feather in Forrest Gump. Yes, <laughs> right. Kind yes. of the same concept, you know. And now this handkerchief is kind of floating along towards the car, hits the car windshield, ah, yeah, and then it floats around to the car. She's watching it the entire time. <laughs> 
She turns all the way around in her seat. <laughs> And then we get Miss Ganesh in the back of the car just, just sitting there. She's creepy, man. It's so good. Yeah. And then we just linger on Ganesh's face for about like five seconds before she like jumps out at her and starts yeah. attacking uh, yeah. Chris. Basically reiterates, you shamed me and oh, man. And then we get like a three minute fight scene, which is what well, I remember when I saw yeah. this fight scene in 2009 because awesome. I saw this movie in theaters, too. I was just having like a time of my life. I was like, oh, this is the most fun fight scene I've seen it's in like awesome. years. And now revisiting this movie 11 years later, I can still say this is one of the most fun fight scenes I've ever seen in years. Yeah. I love this scene. It's a great, it's a great scene. Uh, Chris is using staplers to <laughs> staple her away. She's using rulers to stab her in the mouth. The rulers then oh, being yeah. coughed out and like, oh yeah. Denting the window <laughs> with like a crack. Oh, I think it, I, did he, I did it dent it or did it shatter it? Like, it? it like put it like a crack on the window. Yeah. Yeah. Like she just coughed with so much force. <laughs> uh, Chris is now, this is a great fight scene. It has its own beats. We won't get in too much detail, but we do know that Chris is very capable. And when her back is against the wall, she's able to fight yeah. her way through it and come out on top. That's yeah. the main lesson we get from yeah. this fight scene. She beats Ganesh. She has one of the, my favorite lines <laughs> ever and one of my best line, line readings ever in a movie where she says, ha, 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 I beat you, you old bitch. Yeah, that, was, <laughs> that was great. I, would, I rewatching it again. I started laughing my ass off. Yeah. Uh, Allison Lohman, like, I will never forget that line. She kills it right there. She's so joyous there. I, I love she, it. What's funny is she does it behind a locked car door, though. Yeah, but she fucking did. She beat her. She, well, she thought she beat her. But uh, that scene doesn't quite end there. Uh, Ganesh, you know, breaks the window with like a cement block and they have a little bit more of a scuffle. Yeah. But, you know, she still wins. And then the cops are called later. And I kind of. Who wins? Freaking not Ganesh, Chris wins oh, here. Oh, no, no, no. We'll make your case. Hold on a second. Ganesh wins. She breaks, she breaks the uh she breaks the window, gets her out, and then and then uh grabs her uh her arm to grab the button off of her jacket and and does her curse. And then uh Christine or Chris passes out. How the hell did how did hell Christine and Winnier. I just Ganush Ganush cursed her ass. All right. Well, I just I, I I'm sorry. I was I was too hyped from the line reading. Look, the line's pretty pretty awesome. Uh, you're yeah. right. I I honestly forgot that little last bit, and it's the most important well, part of the movie. It's okay. It's it's, it's, it's not a big deal. Yeah, it's okay. She, so she curses, and there's some cool stuff going on here. Sam and his editors are having like um yeah some, like a lot of fun with like the effects that are going on yeah. in camera yeah. and in post where like. There's a lot of close-ups. The like everything is kind of out of focus and yeah. dreamy and smoke-like. Yep. Yep. We get like close-ups of the button. You know, he kind of does the same thing in Evil Dead, where he distorts yeah. the audio a lot. Yeah. Um. So like we know that whatever Ganesh is saying and whatever the how she's saying, it's not in English. Yeah. It's significant. Yes. And she's she's saying it to the button. She does this weird. <sighs> on the button yeah so you oh, so the, you know shit is going down yeah and then she says uh as because i think christine is starting to kind of fade out you know to pass out and she says uh soon it soon it will be you who comes begging to me which i freaking love yeah i love this part i just would like to say again like fuck fuck this lady <laughs> I, I do not like this lady. She sucks. <laughs> she does but she knows she, she is, is eternally damning this person to hell for <laughs> For what? 
what punishment could ever be worth that? Genocide, maybe. Her, oh my god, a little money? No. But her, but I, man, I mean, her character. I, we said it earlier. I'm going to continue to say it. Perfect. She is painted absolutely so perfect. You remember her. It's just she's 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 creepy. She's all of all of the things that you want her to be. She's her. If this was like a like a Marvel movie or something, like she'd have action figures, icons all over the place. She is so recognizable. She, you know, she reminds but, me. There's like there's a couple scenes that she reminds me of. Like some of these some of these movies. Um, I, like James Wan, he'll do like say a a a, a Conjuring or Insidious. Uh, Dead Silence has this older woman, and I'm not saying it's exactly her, but it's so memorable because of of uh, how she looks and acts and that's and that's what we're getting with miss ganush here it's 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 almost flawless there's yeah. something called i think the silhouette test this is mostly uh true for animation where you've got like your character that's shaped like a box or a triangle and the idea is is that when you're you're creating like an animated work or just a work in general you want to be able to easily distinguish your characters just by the shape ganush like yeah, this is a live action movie, but she fits that. If she I does. saw the shape of or the, the silhouette of Ganesh, I would know right away what she was you, or you who know, she was. You know what she almost, uh, I mean, this is going to sound crazy, but doesn't she almost remind you of like a, a, an animated Disney villain, you know? Like, like your like, like your Devils, yeah. Your your snow your uh, the, you know the 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 witch from Snow White, you yeah. know this this older kind of creepy you know cauldron woman, <laughs> this yeah. witch, you know, and it's that's almost what I know she's not, but that's what she you know. And Raimi's done this his entire career. He exaggerates everything on in frame. He exaggerates his story beats too. Yeah, you know, um, I think it's supposed to feel cartoonish. Um, he just livens up the action with uh, very funny and exciting details that might not work in real life. Like, you know, again, coughing up a ruler and it <laughs> cough, you know, it's freaking the staple, the, the staple to the head. I mean, there's there's so many there's so many. Oh, my gosh. We haven't even talked about we have to talk about this because, I mean, it, it, when she uh, when her teeth when, you know, they're yes. they're they're. Uh, they're they're you know they're scuffling in the car they're fighting and and christine is is got her foot on the gas as she puts the seatbelt on and she hits the uh, another parked vehicle and miss uh, miss ganush uh flies towards the um the dash uh, the dashboard and her teeth come out and she starts she gets up and starts gumming her face that shit is wrong yeah and this, <laughs> this is, is so wrong we've touched on it but this is Raimi making you feel uncomfortable yes. but he's making a joke out of it yeah it's supposed to be funny yeah i laugh at that i i was watching some special features on it and um they they actually did all of that and and it was they said it was and there was several takes and it just felt you know it's uncomfortable for us to watch it can you imagine you know, being in that scene and having it done to you with all the all the saliva and stuff. Well, they do it later on in the film with their corpse. Yes. And then oh you've got God. the CGI like yeah. saliva just gushing out of her. Yeah. Yeah. It was like probably embalming fluid or something. Is that what that was? No, no. I think at that point, because this movie does weird things where it's like messing with reality. Yeah. I feel that it's supposed to be like your own bodily fluids. 
Ugh. A balming fluid doesn't just pop out of your mouth. No, I just couldn't. Like, what else would that have been? It was like greenish or something or blue. I don't remember. It was some weird color, but it's Ganesh somehow it's summoning. Ganesh, it's Ganesh juice. There you go. <laughs> that sounds it's, wrong. It's good juice. Good juice. <laughs> uh, we trademark that. Uh, <laughs> TM that. <laughs> um, so, but uh, yeah. So we get this fight scene. We get the curse, and then. Uh, then what happens? So we got. Uh, we, oh yeah. Know, so this is what we. What I like to see in horror movies is we get like a, like this crazy thing happen with this lady, and then yeah. she calls the cops, and yeah. we get to see the cops, you know, doing cop work. Cop work. I just yeah. kind of like that detail. It's not huge in the movie. Yeah, yeah. And then we we get Justin Long's character Clay, yeah, Clay. and they go back to uh, her house, um, and then he comforts her. You know, says that he's worried no, about her. No, no, that doesn't happen right away. No, not right away. It does, but uh, no, because remember they, um, they, they end up. Uh, they're driving, and I think they went to like a coffee, like a coffee. Uh, oh, you know, you're yeah, right. What, and you then know. we get the psychic. Yeah, because and then she, she wants a reading. So yeah, they come out of the the coffee place, um, and they're walking up the the street, uh, up the street towards the car, and and he's going to unlock it in these 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 leaves, this wind in these leaves, which is really cool. I, I love this visual. Um, you know, it it's like this gust of wind and leaves, kind of, kind of uh, absor- you know, kind of surrounds her and, and passes her, and she asks, "Did you hear any of that?" And he's like, "No." But then she turns around and it happens to be a, a psychic shop or store. Yeah. What do you call it? A store, a shop? I don't know. A spiritual advisor. So, yeah. And so we, she. We get that. He does that trick a few times in the movie. He did it with a handkerchief. He does it here. Yeah. Where some nondescript object is coming into frame, guiding her vision and panning across until we see the thing that, you know, will motivate her character or the plot yeah. in some way. Yeah. I, I, I'm a big fan of this trick. It just, it's so smooth. Jumping from one idea to the next, because that's supposed to be like a, almost like a spooky scene. And then we're then immediately going into here's our next plot development and yeah. our next character introduction. Yeah, I love this movie. Just so economical. It's easy to gush about this movie. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I really do love this movie. Um, so, yeah. And then we get to meet our spiritual advisor who will be sort of Chris's guide into yeah. the more Ram. spiritual aspect of this movie regarding yeah. the Lamy and the demon. Ram, Ram, Ram Joss. Mm-hmm. I like him. I liked him Dude, as an actor. I, the only other movie I've seen him in, I think is inception. Does that sound right? Oh gosh. I only saw inception once. Good movie. I know. Um, I he actually, I've seen him in other stuff, but I just, I couldn't tell you offhand. He's done I, avatar inception, murder of a cat, Beba m- boys. He's apparently in two of the Avatar sequels. Murder of a Cat. These are movies I've not heard of. Yeah, I haven't heard of that. Uh, some of the, of course, some of them we have. But I, I, I dig this guy. I think he's great. Um, I like his face. <laughs> you like his face? Yeah, I feel like if I saw him on the street, like you know what, I want to talk to the guy. Maybe yeah. we can be buds. Yeah, he's he he huh. he looks very inviting and <laughs> kind. I I would yeah. say. Yeah, I, I think guess that's so. what I mean I could, by that. I could agree with that. Uh, so she goes in to get a reading. Of course, you know, Justin Long, Clay, you know, her boyfriend Clay is really, come on. Now, yes, in our reality, of course, and this is, we've talked about this before, where when a movie establishes their own universe, but they take our roles and don't necessarily gel them well with how the, the universe within the film actually works. Now, if Justin Long, character Clay was in our universe, sure. Um, but I always find this a little bit weird and we can just talk this up to movies being movies. Um, but we've already seen a spiritual advisor, exorcist type lady 
watch a kid be dragged to hell. Yeah. Now you're telling, and you know, quote unquote, gypsies have been around for all of time. We'll yeah. just say, I mean, yeah. yeah, come on, just yeah, give me some slack here. Yeah. Um, you're telling me that the proliferation of crazy shit like this has not been, uh, has not reached the masses. You know, there's just yeah. like weird, like universe stuff that I think is kind of goes unchecked in movies. And I do wish that almost like sci-fi films, they explored this idea. If one kid was dragged to hell because of one slight, I'm sure other people have been dragged to hell. Oh, sure. And there are these quote unquote missing cases. Persons would have reached the masses and be like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't fuck with a certain type of people who mess with the dark arts. Yeah. Anyway. Justin Long doesn't believe it. If he if this movie was in our universe, I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, of course, but it's not, and so it almost rings rings a little false for me. Yeah, and that's just a very very minor gripe I have. But he doesn't believe it. Chris knows something weird is going on. Yeah, she wants help in some way, so she talks yeah. to this person. Yeah, and uh, he charges uh, a very a very small amount of money. Sixty for bucks. It. Yeah, that's not bad at all. Honestly, I mean, I don't think it's that bad either. Takes credit cards. Yeah, maybe PayPal. I don't know. Apparently, seen a lot of. Yeah, well, it was two thousand nine. Um, yeah, and uh, so this guy's the real deal. He is the real deal. He's not some hack. He knows right away that a pretty powerful demon or force yeah, is dark spirit. I think he calls it a dark spirit. Thank you. Yeah, is surrounding Chris, and that she is in big trouble. <laughs> yeah, and I think this character is looking to distance himself from. Oh that. yeah. So he says, I will give you back your money. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Please leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they do do that. They do end up paying them. And then we get the scene back at the house where, you yeah. know, Justin Long's character, Clay, is comforting Chris and yeah. saying, you know, I, that guy's a hack. Don't believe yeah. him. You're experiencing this very scientific thing that I will explain because I am a doctor. Um, you're reliving your trauma, PTSD, all that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then he leaves her B, and then he, yeah, uh, he we're take... introduced to the kitten, um, and uh, he says, "Kitten, please protect Chris." Yeah, because he has to go deal with something with her car, probably have it towed or something. Uh, yeah, and so he's gone for a bit, and then of course she gets, we get some spooky scenes. Yeah, we get, we she gets visited. Yeah, you know. the Lamy is walking in the upstairs of the house, creaking every all the boards, and is that is that running right? around the house? Is that right away, or is that is that later? I mean, we get a lot of those scenes, but I think this is. I think she gets her ass kicked in the kitchen. She gets clocked <laughs> in the face, doesn't she? She gets yeah. She gets knocked across the kitchen, hits the like the 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 counters or the cabinets, mm-hmm. and. I don't know, cut lip or something like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, and Justin's character is like, Oh yeah. You, that old lady came to <laughs> yeah, the house. Yeah. And she's trying to explain, no, I didn't see anyone. No one was here, but of course he doesn't get it, you know? Well, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I think we go back to the bank, but doesn't she, uh, you know, I, I think the, this is kind of, I mean, it's, I, we talked about this earlier, but I, I think she was, she was looking at a book before this, the, the spirit showed up and a picture fell out and it was her, I don't know, let's say right, 15, she was, 16. She was, yeah. She was preparing a cake for the dinner with the parents. Yeah. She That's was, her yes, harvest cake. Her harvest cake. And, and she then sees in the a, recipe yeah. book, she has that photo of her as a 15 year old. Well, not necessarily 15, 13, but when she was 14, younger. Yeah. When she was younger at the pork, what was it? A pork queen fair or something like that. Port Queen Fair was that what it was? Something it like might that. have been. And she's you know she's raising what pigs, hogs, whatever. So yeah. you can you know. And obviously that comparison is pretty explicit. 
Yeah. She is a pork herself. As leads us with the movie is saying, yeah, she was heavyweight and, you know, and she's, she, she does not like that. No. And it's important because she's doing everything she can to, to run away from that. Mm -hmm. And, and this, what, this is what gets her into trouble. This is why she's cursed. It's her constant improvement or it's her constant, uh, drive to quote unquote, improve herself and distance herself away from what she thinks is not the ideal. Yes. You know? Yeah. That's what uh, brought her to the management position. It's what brought her to say no to uh, Ganesh and uh, her eventual curse. Yeah. Now, Ganesh sucks. So Chris doesn't deserve any of this. Yeah. In a different movie, uh, this would be a learning experience for Chris. Yeah. But this is a very different movie than (laughs) that. Yes. Yes. So then I think... I think that she's sleeping. I think her and her and you know her and Clay, her boyfriend or Justin, are sleeping. That that I love the scene where the fly kind of comes onto the onto the camera really quick, and then it starts flying around her face, and then it ends up in her mouth. And yeah, <laughs> again, this movie is trying to make you uncomfortable. It's a kind of uncomfortable man because I mean, come on, how many how many of us have had a fly fly around us and hit us in the face or the mouth or or just you know, flies by your ear? Fly, oh my gosh, yeah, it's it's a terrible experience yeah. to just have that. Like, it's annoying, right I, in your I think ear. The, I think those flies, they I I think they're almost like uh like crows where they remember. Like if you swatted at them, I think they come and fuck with you. <laughs> it feels like that. It does. Yeah. I I know this is going to sound stupid, but there have been times where I was waking up in the morning and I, I wasn't quite awake. I didn't want to get up and I could hear a, um, a maybe a fly got in um, somehow and it just kept buzzing around me. And no matter what I did, it would not leave me the hell alone. I know it sounds crazy, but it has happened. I think I seriously, I think they got a a mind and they they don't forget stuff oh that 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 guy uh, swung at me try to try to hit me with a whatever magazine newspaper he attempted murder on me so now yeah, i'm just gonna try yeah. to fuck with him yeah and i'm telling you man i know it sounds completely dumb but but it's happened but anyways uh this is funny about this fly is it <laughs> it actually put it made an effort to crawl into her mouth it did. And then went fly through, into her stomach. Yeah, went through her nose, which was kind of fucked up. Went, one in one nostril came out the other, went into her mouth. She wakes she wakes up and, you know, I was like kind of choking or coughing. And then and then uh, then she kind of uh this is that's a cool scene where she kind of pans pans over and, and Miss Ganush is is laying in the bed next to her, which is friggin' awesome. And she uh gets on top of her and they struggle and she just shoots out a ton of maggots and worms into her mouth. <laughs> Again, it's an uncomfortable, it's an uncomfortable scene, man. I love movies <laughs> that just have all these amazing ideas and then put them to film. You know, I just love it when a, a director and a writer come together and they're like, what's the craziest shit we can do that makes sense within the story that is then just a ton of fun or revolting or some combination of the two and that's what they're doing here yeah like what a this movie is just so full and chock full of just like fun ideas yeah it's Um, definitely she she wakes up it's a dream uh she ends up going to work um so yeah this scene is awesome so she goes back to the bank uh she ends up talking to her boss and then blood just inexplicably shoots out of her nose and all over her boss. It's a huge oh, spurt of it's, blood. It, it's, and, it, and what's funny is we, t- we, we, we talk about the maggots and the worm scene. And then a couple minutes later, we get this, this just blood 
I mean, it's, you know, it starts out just real quickly as a bloody nose boss. Hey, you got a bloody nose. And then it goes, it goes back quick mm-hmm. and it starts squirting all is over this, him. Is this one of those scenes where you just have trouble watching? Um, yeah. Because this is a combination of body horror. <laughs> yeah, I don't Obviously like it. body horror different than like Dead Alive, which is more yeah. like things falling off, things not being where they should be. You know, yeah. just all around like I, nasty stuff. But this is more like your body is just doing a thing, but up to the 10th degree. <laughs> Everyone gets nosebleeds. They do not shoot it out shoot with it like out. the force of like a, a fire hose. Yeah, it was it went everywhere onto her boss. Yeah. I mean, it's it's embarrassing enough to have have this happen inside this bank where there's other employees and customers but it's but it's all over your boss who you you've been trying to impress to get this damn assistant manager's position and then he freaks out hey didn't didn't even get in my mouth but she leaves because she's in you know she's embarrassed she's freaked out because of all these things are starting to happen to right her. and yeah. at this point uh she goes to i think she goes to yeah, the oh. boss is saying, um, you know, you, this file you're working on is very, very good work. Yeah, if you if this goes through, you, the assistant manager position is yeah. for you. Yeah, and then the nosebleed kind of sets everything awry. She yeah. has to immediately leave. The file's left in her desk. Yeah, and as the worst, Stu picks it up the steals to it, fuck yeah. with it in some yeah. way because yeah. Stu fucking sucks. He he's an a hole, but yeah, he steals it. Um, so she ends up. I, I think at this point she goes over to her or to to Mrs uh Ganush's house yes and just she's she's here yes like she said earlier you're going to be coming to beg to me and yeah she's done with this stuff and goes to mrs Ganush's house the sister or the, the granddaughter. granddaughter opens the door yeah um she you know at first is like yeah no you know, you, you have to, you, you're what's, here to make things better now like, come on what's you know? funny is the granddaughter sees through the shit but she also has like this, like, like almost omnipresent, like insight into Chris's character. Cause yes. she says, you used, used to be a fat girl, didn't you? Yeah. And this is where Chris is also being tested. Cause immediately before she's like, don't lie to me on this porch. And yeah. Chris is like, yeah, I used to be a fat, fat girl. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that point, the daughter lets her, or the granddaughter lets her into the house. Yeah. And then uh, we get like this uh, sort of like tracking shot where the camera is following in front of Chris as she's sort of, Coming into what is essentially a awake, yes, right? awake. like a service yeah. for yeah. a yeah. dead Ganush. Dead Ganush. You cannot seek uh, salvation from Gan- or forgiveness from <laughs> no. Ganush. No. She is dead. Yeah. This way, this, this I love this about this movie. It's Chris is constantly going through how do I solve this problem, and uh, so what, let me ask you this: um, this the solution is being you know sort yeah. of taken out from under her feet like yes, a rug. Yeah, the, yeah. She's she's not getting out so easy on this yeah. one. I I mean it's probably I don't know if it's really relevant, but I mean this happened within so all this happens during a span of three days. I think what, this is like is this did Miss Ganush have a does she have a heart I mean we're we're to assume something happened something something uh out of the blue happened to her. She because she's gonna lose her home, does she have a heart attack? What the heck happened to her? It's not explained and I don't care. No. Not, not, I care. I care no, not I, at all. I, 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 you know, I just, I just brought it up. It just makes, cause. it makes for a better movie for her to be dead. Yes, it does. <laughs> you know, yeah, her being dead and not being able to get forgiveness. Yeah. Now we don't actually know within the logic of this movie if forgiveness would absolve the curse. I think it wouldn't. 
Um, I don't think so. And yeah. I think if Ganesh was alive, this would be the scene where she's laughing at Chris yes. and saying, well, sorry, you fucker. You shamed me. <laughs> Again, no, she did not. We know they're they're they, you can tell that she is a very proud woman and a very is, vindictive woman, yes, a very and, petty woman. And there's no way she is taking it, even if she was alive. That curse is staying intact. So um so she sees that she's dead, she trips, falls, Miss Ganush, of course, lands on top of her. Stuff her mouth, oh. her like undentured mouth is on her again, and like uh, fluid is going all over her. And, oh and my her god! Mouth. Just again another uncomfortable scene. <laughs> just yeah. gross. This movie is just you know what's what can we do in this scene that's gross and fun? <laughs> yeah, she uh, she, she the, the granddaughter says something like you know you whatever you whatever's coming you deserve basically. Yeah, fuck off. No, she doesn't. She's kind of fucked up too. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's the whole family or a bunch yeah, of yeah, uh, it's the whole yeah. bloodline there. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of like very vindictive people yeah. apparently. Um, so she uh she goes back to the psychic. Uh, he he, I think at this point is when he tells her about Lamia, and yep. I, and I believe it's called the black goat. Right? Does that sound right? I yeah. think yeah, Lamia is basically a black goat. I love that it's a black goat. That's such yeah. a Sam Raimi thing. That it, it is a Sam Raimi thing. It's totally cool. Uh, you have you have three days. This type of stuff is going to happen to you within three days. And then after uh, the third day, you, sh- you know, he might be appeased by sacrificing a small animal. Yeah. Hey, there's a small kid in that home. Oh, this is jacked up. Yeah. This I, is a tough scene to watch. It, it, it is. I don't, I don't, I mean, it's like a I, cute little kitten. It's, yeah. it's innocent and pure. It's yeah. done nothing wrong. It doesn't deserve this. Kind of like Chris, um, except Chris is now being driven to do this awful act because, uh, you know, yeah. she faces a uh, internal, eternal damnation. And, can you finish the sentence for me? Internal damnation. Thank you, Dad. <laughs> You're welcome, bud. Hey, no, I mean it's it's. I mean she's she's a vegetarian, so the idea. I mean she, she, you know, obviously she eats no no meats. So the idea of hurting this kitten, but this is what she has been pushed to. She, she is. She, this is day two, or I think this is day two. This is day. Two. Is this day two? Day two. She's she's had enough, and okay, I, I'm gonna sacrifice this kitten. And see if this works. And she does this because we get another spooky scene. Oh, in the house, yeah, and, and in oh. the shed, which is which is a cool. I love this scene. You know, we could, we see a lot of shadows, a lot of you know, a lot of silhouettes um, of of Lamia. You see his like goat hooves. Yeah, that's I love that. Shit. And then the goat hoof shadow turns into like hands. Yeah, and then they go to the- like pick like grab her yeah. with a shadow. That's cool. Bounces over it, and then the Lamia comes in somehow, mm-hmm. and then like. You know, like dangles her by like the ankle and just yeah. throws her around. She's floating around, yeah, yeah, throwing around the throwing around the room. This is so Sam Raimi. It's, I just, it's like fair, it's vintage Sam Raimi. Like Raimi has like his own genre, basically, oh, kind of like Tarantino. Yes, he does. Like when you see it, you just know it's yes. it's him. It's the, the yes. I love when 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 you see a movie and and uh, the director puts their stamp on it, and yeah. and Raimi is he's great at it. Yeah, I, I mean, when you see something, you know it's him. <laughs> you know, he's so, got his own language. It's perfect. It's, it's it works awesome. well for this. And this movie. is why I just wish he would do more of it. But again, it's the selfish part of me. Um, but she's now like, screw this. Where's the cat? <laughs> Where's the kitten? And then you know? we get the scene of her stabbing the cat. Um, we don't see it on screen. We just see her doing a stabbing motion, it's and like then blood and yeah, big gobs yeah. of blood. And then we see her throwing the cat, the kitten in the ground, and and covering up with dirt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm and, actually and surprised in the have, garden in the garden. Yeah. And this is when clay comes back, uh, Justin Long's character 
you know, hey, why do you have why do you have blood on your, you know, she says it's I mean, come on. She's a really bad liar. Bad liar. She says it's tomato juice. Tomato juice. Yeah, it's like really. And he's a doctor and he's like and he doesn't know the difference between tomato juice and blood, but whatever. Um, and and so uh, but then I think that evening is the night of the dinner or I don't know if it's really an evening. Is it more of a lunch? Is it is it a dinner or is it I guess it's kind of like an early dinner, maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, he, 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 he basically stresses to her, you know, should we do this? You've gone through a lot the last couple of days. She's like, no, I'm definitely doing this. I think things are okay now. Cause she thinks in her head, I just, I just sacrificed the kitten. Lami is gone. I- I'm okay. And yeah. that's, that's not the case. And then we get the dinner scene, which is pure cringe and comedy. Um, yeah. I enjoy this scene quite a lot. It's a lot of very uncomfortable things happening. And again, it has one of my favorite lines in this movie where uh, Chris is saying, well, I used to have a cat. And then Justin Long or Clay is like, no, you have a cat. Yeah. And then yeah. she's like, well, you know, cats come and go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I forget what she says explicitly, but I love it. It's like she's scrambling to. Like, I don't know what they do. I Yeah. You know, but what's funny is she's the, such a bad luck. Well, when she walks past their you walks past their their black cat and it hisses because yeah. the cat knows, I, you know, and, and uh, I don't know if the cat is hissing because it knows it committed like cat murder or if it's because she's possessed by a demon. Maybe or little, you're not possessed, maybe, but, you know, yeah, you know she's, I mean. she's got a she's got a dark spirit after. Her. I think yeah. maybe it's maybe it's a combination of both. I, I like the idea that the cat just knows that she's a cat killer. <laughs> she's a cat killer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny is when they they, they called the cat's name and it was Hickaba. Was it Hickaba? And I, I Is was that like, like a reference to something. Well, you know, I looked it up because I'm like, okay, why you're not just naming the cat? I don't know this or that. You know, some some common cat name, whatever that is. Hickaba seems very unusual, especially for like a rich white people family. Yeah, and so yeah. I looked it up. I it was she was like um it, it was a it was at it's like Greek mythology or something like that. It was mm. like a it was named after like a, the queen of Troy or something. I was hoping. Oh, I could, I remember that. Yeah, I was hoping like there was something cool like to her story that I could somehow tie in, but I didn't find anything. No. <laughs> so, you know, That's but I just thought it was a strange cat name. It is a strange cat. Yeah. Name. So, uh, the, they're eating, they're eating dinner. Mom is just being mom. She just seems to be an a-hole. Well, she, she, warms she doesn't up. seem to be, she is, she is, she does warm up with her, but she's kind of putting her down, like calls her a bank teller. And, you know, mm-hmm. you know, Justin Long is like, no, she's not a bank teller. You know, there's a big difference between she's an L.O. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but she warms up to her as soon as she says she's honest and says that her mom is an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Her dad, Chris's father passed away and now the mom just lives on the farm and drinks herself, drinks her pain away. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we find out that uh, Clay's mom, she did the same. Yeah. Or her dad did the same. Yeah. One one of her parents. Yeah. And definitely a bonding moment. Like, oh, cool. Like they've, you know, they've gotten past this, you know, whatever, whatever, this this mother had put up, you know, she, she thinks of her as a, a certain way. It's now it's now down. It's like gone. And yep. it's like, cool. And then, then, of course, you know, she starts seeing stuff and she starts freaking out. Uh, the fly pops out of her mouth. Now they think the the cake, which is like a raisin. It's a harvest cake, but there's the raisins cake, in yeah, it. Yeah. You know, they think that it's like contaminated with like fly larvae <laughs> or flies and they're eating <laughs> bugs. It's a harvest cake. She's from a farm. Of course, it would have some nasty stuff in it, right? Cake looked good, though, didn't it? It, it looked all right. It looked pretty good. I think it looked like a, your normal homemade I, cake you'd see at like a work potluck. And I'm just you like, think uh, so? I thought it looked better than that. Really? I, I, you know, take out, I don't mind raisins and stuff. 
Um, you know, but it looked good. You, I, I love you, homemade cakes like that. I th- I thought you didn't really like cakes. No, no, no. There's certain cakes I do like. Oh, yeah. So you and you I, you would have had a piece of this oh, cake. I would have absolutely had a piece of that oh, harvest wow. cake. Yeah, I look good. I think I would have passed on it. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely would have had a. I guess it depends on how much dinner I eat. Honestly, this is <laughs> this is like an affluent family. You know, they probably offered tea or coffee. Yes. And now, if they were offering coffee, I probably would have had some of the cake. There you go. Yeah, yeah you gotta have okay. a, you gotta have a piece of that harvest. Just a cake. little bit of the cake. So, yeah. You know what I've I've noticed is that when people give you a piece, slice of cake, it's always too much cake. It is. I wish that they cut the cakes in half the size they usually give it yes. to you. Yes. You know what I notice is because I I think as what I what I've seen at birthday parties, uh, especially these days, with whether it doesn't matter whether it's adult or kids, they they always seem to have extra cake because not enough people show up. They order too much of it, so what they do is because they don't want to take it home, so they give you three times the size of what you should be eating, and that's just it's way too much. It's, it's like they're trying to make a meal of the cake, but the yes. cake is a treat. Yes. Give me a very slim just, slice of the cake. Yeah. And now it now if I want more cake, then I'll I, get yes. another very slim slice. Yes. But uh, you know what pissed me off though what? is if if it backfired and the cake was really good mm. and I didn't get a big piece and there was none left. No, that well, would suck. That would suck. That would suck. But that would be your own drag man at all, right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Especially if I was in the mood for cake. So she starts seeing uh she starts to see she sees an eye in her piece of cake. I think she stabs it's, it's it. Ganesha's eye. It's Ganesha's eye. She stabs it. It's like yeah. ooze, oozing out. Oozing out blood. I love that. <laughs> it's so good. It's so gross. And then I think she's the fork is still in the cake. It uh-huh. starts moving around. She's hearing she's hearing uh voices. The 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 conversation that's happening at the table seems to be magnified, like the volume is so high. And no, so their conversation is very quiet, but there's a bunch of sounds coming everywhere else. Oh, see, I thought that when she was because uh, when, when I was here trying to I was trying yeah. to listen to Clay talking and yeah. I could not hear him for the life of me. Well I um yeah that's true i guess but i was we were hearing a bunch of other noises around the house and banging yeah banging a bunch of weird shit and then we saw i i forget if i don't know if i'm just imagining this or remembering wrong but like the shadow of the lamia too the point is yeah the scene is that the lamia is still here yeah she did not appease it yeah and that you know She's still gonna be dragged to hell. Yeah, and she, uh, she makes a mess of the the dinner slash yeah. lunch with oh, she, her yeah. she boyfriend's goes, family. Yeah. She she comes off very kind of uh, crazy, crazy. Uh, definitely embarrass herself. She I think she threw a glass at the door. She she, she leaves. Um, which the which uh you know the mother's like yeah I think that's a good idea. Um, so yeah she's you know she's embarrassed she's upset um all these things um goes back to the psychic. Um, and he know, says, I can fix your problem for $10,000, 10,000 bucks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the seer that we saw at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. Um, wants to help or she can't help, but she's putting her own life in danger. Yeah. So it's 10,000 10, $10, bucks. She scrounges up about yeah. 36, $3,800 yeah. through just miscellaneous Pawn. items around the house. Yeah. Pawns. Everything. She had like a PS3 I saw and oh, that, that right? could have easily been a couple hundred bucks, but she didn't grab it. She didn't grab the PS3. I don't know why. Yeah. I saw it in the frame. I was like, oh yeah, this is 
three years after 2006, so there's definitely PS3s around. Maybe what she would maybe in her no, head. actually, there's probably even more money. I forget how long those were. Those were expensive. They were a thousand bucks, like aftermarket yeah. for like yeah. a while in 2006 because they was the Blu-ray player to buy. Well, maybe maybe she felt if she survived, she she wanted to do some gaming and watch some some <laughs> some nice Blu-rays, <laughs> some Blu-rays, some nice I mean, crisp Blu-rays. I can't sell everything. Yeah. So because I mean, she she'd asked her boss. Of course, that didn't happen. You know, you're not going to get the promotion. Um, you know, um, Stu's we're going to give it to Stu. So she, yeah, she she gets I don't know, like thirty six, thirty eight hundred bucks. Um, she, she's uh, she's sitting at her table in her kitchen eating ice cream, and and uh, you know, Justin Long comes comes back in. Hey, I paid for this. Yep. You know, look, I, I don't I don't know if I, be, you know, believe you, but I you know, look, ten thousand dollars. Yeah. And now, so I was thinking about this when I was rewatching it last night and I, it's the first time I had the thoughts, um, but from, I would have loved to see a movie from Clay's point of view. His girlfriend is going crazy. He doesn't experience anything she's experiencing. He's out $10,000 and then he's out a girlfriend and he has no way to explain it. (laughs) Now people are going, now at the end of the movie, they're going to be like, oh yeah, she got hit by the train and her body just disintegrated. Uh, Where's like the blood and everything? I don't know. It's just gone. Yeah. Um, but he see he sees her being dragged to hell, something he didn't believe yeah. in before. How did no one else see that? And we get to that later. Um, but Clay at this point is is he's at he's at the very least agnostic, but I'm pretty sure he's atheistic. He doesn't seem to believe in any sort of spiritual stuff. Yeah. And then he gets like this crazy realization through like the destruction and death of his girlfriend and his girlfriend's soul. And I was like, oh, yeah, that'd be a very interesting movie to see. Obviously, a very yeah. different movie. Yeah. Where, like, the horror is coming from dealing with, like, uh, his loved one presumably going crazy and going through all this awful stuff. Yeah. But still being loving and supportive anyway. And I, I kind of love Clay's character in this movie. He's yeah. just, he's just like the perfect boyfriend. And he, it's not he that really he's is. just the perfect boyfriend because yeah. you get those in a million movies. But he's, like, the perfect boyfriend for her. Yeah. He very clearly cares about her. Chris clearly cares about her, uh, Justin Long's character, Clay. Yeah. Um, they just, they're, they're a match made in heaven. And like the real tragedy of this movie is Justin Long having to live his life after this traumatic experience yeah. with her. And of course, I've already been on record as saying as Chris doesn't deserve this. So I just want to yeah. say that Clay doesn't deserve this either. No, he, he doesn't. They're going both through some terrible, terrible shit. And it's honestly the movie doesn't play it for the tragedy it is. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> it is. It is. But I don't think I would love this movie if if the movie didn't go that far in these directions. Oh, no, I, you I know. Yeah, I think that's what makes it. Um, we had to go back just a tad, uh, and we don't need to spend a lot of time on this. But when she's gathering up all her items, she goes into her shed, and that's when she grabs what like some um, ice skates, and then and 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 Mrs. Ganush's character comes out and. They they fight a little bit. I what happens? Does she go to punch her and her hand goes into her mouth, like almost like she's swallowing it or something? No, I think Ganesh punches Chris and her mouth goes into oh, Chris's okay. mouth. So, sorry, my my bad. And then so what happens is she's like suffocating, I guess. She grabs the ice skates and then suspended by a rope above her is an anvil. Yeah, convenient. Yeah, and again, this is, you know, this movie's a cartoon in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She cuts the rope with the ice skates and yeah. then the anvil drops down on the fake Ganesh. Yeah. Or the demon Ganesh or demon, the spirit yeah. Ganesh, the ghost yeah. Ganesh, whatever. Yeah. And the anvil squishes the head 
It squishes it. It doesn't yeah. like break it or anything Squish, yeah, or explode is, it. Which it's, is very it, much like you said, like a kind of a cartoon. Yeah, thing. it squishes it and the eyes pop out. And I just remember seeing this in theaters back yeah. in 2009, seeing it again not too long ago yes. and again, you know, for the, for this. And it's just looking very, very awkward. It does. It doesn't look good. This is the the one scene in the movie that I wish they would have redone. It looks bad. I, I wish almost they would have gone more practical. Because so. yeah, because Sam Raimi could definitely could have done some practical effects on that, and it would look so much better. It, it rewatching it again today, uh, it just looks bad. Like it, it doesn't look good. They should have used a puppet with like yes, a bunch absolutely. of absolutely. Like, I don't know Something, anything different. Anything would have looked better than what that looked like. It just looks terrible i feel like maybe if they had more time they went back and reshot it it would have been way better i don't who knows why they that didn't happen yeah i'm pretty sure when they were looking at it they also probably thought this doesn't look good but we need to get it out yeah there's just no way people were happy with that that's pure speculation so i i'm probably wrong but it just looks really really bad especially when sam comes from you know practical effects i mean oh, evil dead was all practical man. both evil Deads were all practical yeah i mean he and he does them so well that's what i mean and and like i and we've talked about this before i am i am a true believer of the tra- the the practical effect i wish i wish i understand why they don't do it uh, i understand money time all this other stuff and it's probably a lot more difficult but i love practical effects i, I mean the the thing is is one of my all-time favorite movies and the practical effects in that is is groundbreaking. It, I mean, you look at it now and it still looks phenomenal. Like how the hell do they do those? There's something there's a different effect when you have a physical thing happening on, on in, in in the frame. You know, because you knew it existed in real life and was interacted with in the real life and it just has a different effect than a digital effect will. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. a different type of artistry going on. Digital artists sure. have their work cut out for them. Yeah. And they have no offense to that where they have people like you denouncing them. <laughs> I'm every, not trying to at every turn. Them. Look, I, I, there's a place for CGI. Just don't make it look too CGI'd. That scene looked way too CGI'd. It just didn't look and it, good. it was probably like a time issue. Probably. You're the, probably right. The people who were given, hey, we have the special effect here. You have like a month to get it yeah. done. That's probably what happened. And honestly, I or maybe even less time than that. You know, rewatching it again, I almost felt like the scene really wasn't even necessary. I, no, because it's happening when she's yeah. already been motivated to do this Ex- anyway. Exactly. She's already look, I'm already gonna get raise this ten grand. I, I need this to to end. You and made so, a good point. This scene could have been cut. Cut and the yeah. movie wouldn't have lost anything. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. 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 Um, but she uh she they get the uh, her her boyfriend pays for the ten grand. He drops her off at uh, the the psychic. What is this? The medium? What is she? A spiritual spiritual guide? What is her? Like a seer? Yeah. And this is the one. This is the woman from the beginning of the movie. The house is now older, kind of run down. That's 40 years later. Um, uh, A seer. Yeah. Seer medium. Yeah. Her name's Sean Sandina. Probably like destroying the pronunciation there. Yeah. We'll just call her the medium. Uh, or the exorcist in this the case. This is what she's basically doing. The exorcist. Yeah, we could call her that. Or a demon killer. Yeah, she's also trying to do that. Yeah. So they they she's not good at it. Yeah. They go through the whole spiel of what's gonna you know transpire. There's uh there's four people. Um, it's there's the there's the exorcist or the medium. There's Christine. There's um the the psychic. Uh, you know uh, what's his name? Uh, Ram Jaws. And then I don't know. I forget the other character's name, but he's he seems to be kind of like almost like a I don't know an assistant or he's, something. Yeah, so, he's just you know, a, he's an assistant. Yeah. So or like a a medium uh, in training. 
so we're not quite yeah. sure. So they're, you know, she's explaining how this is going to go down. Um, you know, I'm, we're going to start this, um, you know, we're hoping to get Lamia is going to enter, enter my body. Uh, at that point, I need you to put, you know, my hand on this goat. They bring this goat out and, you know, and, and basically Lamy is going to transfer into the goat. We're going to kill the goat. You're golden. Right. Yep. That's, that's the, that's the master plan. Um, but of course we're not, we're not going to get that. No, we, Chris doesn't get any sort of easy way out. No, this is a hard way out. Presumably it costs $10,000. There's mortal danger. This will, but of course it's not going to work out for Chris. No, this entire movie is how do we put Chris in a situation where it seems like she's going to be okay. And then pull the rug out from under and say, no, sorry, Chris, uh, you need to find another solution. There's a lot of letdowns. On yeah. Chris gives it rough in this movie. She, she does. Um, so things go awry. The Lamia. Well, you know, what's cool is we get a bunch of cool, like there's a cool spirits stuff. and stuff. Yeah. Almost like a 13 ghost type of situation. Yeah. yeah. Where we just kind of see like, a bunch of different stuff pop up. Yeah. The one we really get a good look at is like some lady from like the 1850s. Who's like some like bourgeois. Yeah. And she looks very fancy and she's like a weird ghost type character. Yeah. But there could easily be like a whole franchise of drag me to hells where we just like look at different spirits. (laughs) True. Like fucking with people in some like goofy, wacky way. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah. I wish we got that, but you know, that's Sam okay. Raimi's kind of like a one and done type of dude he, he outside is. of the Spider-Man movies and the Evil Dead movies. Yeah, but it, it's a cool it's a cool scene. You know, all these all these spirits are essentially kind of come through this this door, but that's not the one we're looking for. We're looking for Lamia. So so the the medium and essentially I, I she I don't know says something they all disappear and then we get Lamia. Um, Lamia enters the medium. Um, you know, she starts I don't know screaming whatever you know throwing some you know saying stuff and then um you know chris is finding the opportunity to grab the hand and put it on the goat which she does and it transfers in the goat which is this is this is vintage sam raimi the too. goat calls her like a cheating bitch or something isn't that, isn't that such a great i yeah. mean that that effect was so damn cool i almost wish we got more of the goat uh, yeah me too <laughs> i, I almost wish little... the goat was black too did you um it was a white goat it was a white goat um i don't know i didn't care i didn't care what color i just thought i wanted to see more of the goat but but the the assistant goes to 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 kill the goat of course the goat moves he cuts the yeah <laughs> cuts the rope <laughs> the shit starts to go little. i was so pissed off when i saw this in 2009 <laughs> i was like it was right there dude you had one job swing the swing the machete at the goat and you're that's it the movie's yeah. over yeah how do you fuck that up the yeah. goat's not moving. It can't move anywhere. <laughs> Just hit the goat. And then, yeah, the Lamia gets the rope cut, touches the guy, or he bites the guy. Yeah. And then the yeah, guy the basically guy turns. turns into like a deadite. Yeah. 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 To- again, again, vintage Sam Raimi. This is, has his starts, stamp all over it. Starts floating, starts dancing in the air. <laughs> I love the dance. The it's dance so almost goofy. reminds me of, uh, of uh, uh, Beetlejuice. Um, yeah. Yeah. A little bit. A little the bit. ending of Beetlejuice with yeah. a Rider dancing yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like that. Uh, some cool shit is said. Some cool shit is done. Um, Lamia gets away, banished yeah. by the medium. Yeah, nothing goes right, and then the medium no. dies. The medium dies, you know. And Christine, in her head, is thinking, "Oh, cool. Yeah, it sucks that she's dead, but I'm okay. Everything worked out for me. Okay. Yeah, but no, sorry, it's not that easy. And and uh, you know, uh, and again, this ra- isn't Chris's fault. No, she's dealing with a problem that came to her because she wanted a promotion yeah. for uh, for a, a loan extension. She probably would have said no to anyway. 
Like, yeah, you know, like yeah. this all sucks, but it's all because Ganoush is a really shitty person. Yeah, this is a Ganoush is a very shitty person and the world sucks because people like Ganesh exist in it. Yeah. You know, um, but it doesn't work. And then uh, the other guy, the original seer that yeah, we're introduced Ram, to. Ram Joss. Thank Ram you. Ram Joss basically is like, look, you need to take this, the button, the cursed item, and you need to get rid of it. Give it to someone else. Give it to someone else. Make them claim over ownership. Yep. The reason I didn't tell you beforehand is because you're dooming them to an eternal damnation yeah. where their soul is going to be tor- tortured for all of time. And he's, and it, I will be an accomplice yes, to that. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, she, she goes to a, looks like a, I don't know, like a diner or something. And she's looking around and she's drinking coffee and she's, she's pondering what the hell she's going to do. She's looking at the people and the patrons. There's yeah. a couple, a loving couple, not too dissimilar from her and clay. There's an old man who looks like he's on his way out anyway. Maybe she'll give it to him. So she stands up, starts to walk over there, and then she stops. And then she sees that uh, this old man, yeah. he's like a respite. He's like a sad yeah. old man. You yeah. know? Looks like he's, well, on he's his enjoying his time with his, 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 his elderly wife. wife yeah. you know? These yeah. are people in the last legs of life still enjoying their time. She says no. She calls Stu, make him come over there saying, I know what you do with that file, motherfucker. When that fell through, <laughs> she, she goes to give him the envelope. And then he's basically crying, saying, please don't tell my dad. Please don't tell our boss that I fucked with the file and we lost that account because of me trying to fuck you over. And then she she just finds him so pathetic that yeah. she says no. But and th- see, this is where like Chris was driven to this point to do that, but she's not so shitty that yeah. she would actually do this to anyone. Yeah. And so she finds a way around this. What's what's yeah. a loophole for this? And it's oh yeah. Give it back to Ganesh. But but we 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 got we got a little ahead of ourselves. So her and 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 her boyfriend were driving in the car after the the whole situation, yes, at the at the medium. Um and uh they're driving and then uh they almost hit uh she sees an image of Mrs. Ganoush, but it's an old man walking across the way. Like, you'll go to hell. Yeah, you'll go to hell. But then Asshole. all of the all the stuff, the, all the paperwork flies uh, onto the um, fly. It, it flies in. Uh, he he slams on the ba- the brakes. All the uh, envelopes, paperwork goes onto the the, the envelopes tr- yeah. get switched out, switched up. The yeah, coin with the button. Yeah, because we that's don't important. know this yet. We don't. We don't. But it's important because because the, the she loses the, the yeah. envelope. Yeah. She finds it mixed along with all this stuff. Oh, thank God I have the envelope. <clears throat> yeah. And then she tries to give it away. And she tries to give it away because that that's important. Um, and I we got a little ahead of ourselves on that. So she uh, you know, she she decides, okay, I'm not gonna give it to just a random person, I'm not gonna give it a stew. Uh, talks to the talks to uh, Ram Joss about, hey, can I can I gift this thing back to her? And he's like, I think that will work, you know. And then she goes to the graveyard, and then she digs up uh, Ganesha's body. Yeah. Says, before we before we get a handkerchief handkerchief scene again, do we really? Yeah, we we get the handkerchief scene hits in the car. In Paris, her driving um, stops her right at the cemetery. It's right at the cemetery. Oh yeah, yeah. I love this part. Because the handkerchief goes into her mouth and she like catches it <laughs> yeah. the very yeah. last little yeah. centimeter yeah. with her fingers and her thumb and she pulls it, <laughs> pulls out. it out. Almost like a magic trick. Yeah, yeah like a like a clown. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. really cool. So we, we pans up, we're at Oakwood Cemetery. Uh she starts immediately digging up Mrs. Ganoush's body. Um it's it's raining and thunder and all that. Yeah. And then she 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 grabs the envelope. She never opens it. She just knows a little round object yeah. in there and she says like 
I, Chris, Chris, blah, 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 yeah. hereby give to Ganoush, blah, 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 yeah. formerly yeah. Esquire. And she <laughs> sticks it in her mouth and she says, take it, bitch, yeah, more or less. <laughs> and uh, she won. Well, she thinks she thinks she won. There's a little we trouble have, with her, the grave filling up with water, water and her getting clocked in the head with a gravestone. Yeah. But she comes out on she, top. She comes out and she, she wins. Yeah. You're like, shit. And now I beat you. Yeah. And now they're about to go on holiday at the, she's meeting Clay at the train station. Yeah. they're gonna, Every, Everything works out. Everything works out. They're going to go away uh, on a trip to Santa Barbara. They're going to take the train, go stay at a cabin. Everything's good. Oh, and don't forget, she's showering in the morning, gets a telephone call from her boss. It's he's leaving a voicemail. Hey, you know, this is what happened. You know, we caught Stu in a lie. He admitted he stole the file. By the way, you're getting that promotion. Everything is good. Everything's working out for Chris. <laughs> finally, finally, after all the shit she's gone through. And then she everything's looking up. Clay has a ring that she's going to propose. He's going to propose that she doesn't yeah. see yet because nope. he's at the station by himself. She stops by and grabs a nice blue jacket. Yeah, it looks like a very kind of fancy. Yeah, it's a nice little pea coat or something yeah, or like an overcoat. Yeah, yeah, actually very pretty. Very yeah. pretty. Everything is working out for Chris and the movie ends. And I think that's it, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Credits roll and then <laughs> drag me to whole title card yeah, pops up. Yeah, nope. All right. So this movie wouldn't be as effective without the ending. No. Uh, Sam Raimi and Ivan are, they, you know, that, that two minute introduction, we know exactly what's going to happen in the movie. There's a promise in the title, drag me to hell. She's being tra- dragged to hell. Yeah. Um. So we find out uh, before Chris proposes, um, I'm sorry, before Clay proposes, Chris says, you know, it was wrong of me to deny Ganesh the extension of the loan. I could have, but it was selfish of me not to, and it was wrong. Yeah. I think the movie is wrong to say that. I don't think she was morally wrong here. And I think the movie is actually overstepping its argument here. I I don't think she was. And I will die. I will on my dying breath deny that. I I think it's her, it's her like moment of almost like clarity in a sense. I, I, I felt like I, I beat this, I beat this old lady. I beat this damn uh, demon. I feel really good. Things are are looking up for me. I'm just going to put everything out there. I could have given her the extension. I just want you to know that. Um, And I think that, that would work if the ending wasn't, doesn't, isn't, doesn't do what it does. Because it doesn't yes. matter if she learns a lesson if she's still punished for it. Exactly. You know. So so he he compliments her on the jacket. Where's your old where's your other jacket? Oh, you know. And he goes, Oh, by the by the way, um, here's the button for, for that for your jacket. Well, he says, I think our envelopes got mixed up. Oh, this one yeah. has a button in it from your coats. And, and of course she starts. I think you have mine with the coin. Yeah. And then here's the big twist in the film. The blast gut punch, the last scene where the movie is fucking with Chris again and saying, you thought this was fixed, but it's not. Yeah. And then, you know, it's sunrise on the third day. That's Look, when yes. You know. Yes. We, Lamia grabs yes, your soul. We all, we know all hell, no pun intended, is coming, is coming for her, breaking loose here. She freaks out. She yeah. falls onto the train tracks. And then, yeah. you know, the, the earth starts opening up below her. As the we train get, as the train is coming, we think, okay, well, you know, he's he's freaking out. Oh, you're going to get hit by the train? No, 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 no. <laughs> that probably would be uh, that would probably be uh, better for her. But uh, no, she gets the 
Nope, she gets dragged to hell, and uh, that's a, such a cool ass scene. Yeah, her face oh, kind of man. like turns into like this weird zombie, almost type like thing ash, almost. almost like ash, right? Like maybe yeah. she's being burned, yeah, like being, she's drying yeah. up almost. Yes, yeah, like almost. She's like, she's, yeah, and, and then, it's such a powerful scene. Um, it's the music is going into high gear, violins everywhere, the sound effects are going crazy, lots of booming. She is screaming like, "Help me, please help yes. me!" And then Justin Long, he's powerless here. He can't do anything, so he yeah. just has to stare at her, witnessing something he never believed in. Yeah. As he's also witnessing the woman he's about to propose to yeah. be sucked into hell. It's it's <laughs> it's honestly one of the dark. When you like lay it down it, like it, that, it's, it's one of the darkest endings we've ever come across. Yes, it to, is to this day. If Very, this movie was not as fun as it was, this would yeah. be extraordinarily depressing. It, it would. It would be. And I still, Chris doesn't deserve this. Clay yeah. doesn't deserve this. Ganesh is a huge fucking asshole i i can't i just can't begin to describe how angry i am about ganesh i think she sucks i think she's one of the most villainous characters from her pettiness that yeah. we've ever seen in film but it's a she's it's, so effective as a character it is that's that's what i was going to say yeah. it, it's it's it does what it's supposed to do um it is it's a bummer it, it's a it's a true bummer and it's a very powerful ending it's a bummer and 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 the look on his face i mean it's of Justin Long almost deserves an Oscar nom for that face. <laughs> He's so it's, it's distraught yeah. and in pain, and there's so much expression going on there. There, yes. You know, we don't see Justin Long these days very often, yeah. but his performance here, even though he doesn't have much to do besides being like the doting boyfriend, yeah. Just for that one scene alone, makes me wish we had way more, yeah. Justin Long, and I never saw Tusk. I did. Yeah, we, I, maybe I, at some point good. we'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, it was good. I but I love him yeah. in this ending shot. Yeah, he's, he's so good in that. He is. He is good. Um, I yeah, it's it's so many different emotions on his face, um, and he he conveys it all very uh very well, you know. So yeah, and then we get the then we get the drag me to hell, you know, the very the ending. It's like that's it. Yep. You know, it's, it's like, almost like shit. we got that two minute scene, but for like 90 minutes now. Yeah. It's, it's a nice little punctuation. We get the violins. The movie's over. Yeah. <laughs> He's totally like, we're just left to go. And I remember seeing this in the theater going, are you serious? This is, you know, not, not that I wasn't happy with the ending. It was cool, but I'm like, damn, she got screwed over, you know, everything about what, you know, uh, it's just, it's just, yeah. I mean, we could keep talking and talking about how she, you know, she didn't deserve any of it and she didn't, but, um, but it was a great ending to a great movie, a, a fun movie. Um, if she got away scot-free, I probably wouldn't hold this movie in such high regard. Yeah. The movie just makes me feel so many different things. Yeah. Almost specifically because it goes there with the ending. Yeah. Because I, it makes me hate it. Yeah. And I think that's what ironically make me, making me hate that ending makes me love the movie yeah no you're right you know it's so it's so powerful because you know it's a great like exclamation mark to this weird film because we you know what what i've noticed about a lot of horror movies especially over the last say 10 15 years is is they have good ideas decent stories um some some good kills some some cool uh effects but they always seem to blow it at the end they i don't and i'm not gonna say every single time but a majority of the time they seem to blow it. I, I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's a, if it's a money issue, uh, if it's we ran out of time issue. I don't know what it is, but I've seen it in so many movies. This did not do that. This did not disappoint. It it, it really delivered. 
Yeah, I think this is one of Sam Raimi's best movies. I think Absolutely. it's one of my favorite of his. Yeah. And it's actually one of my favorite movies in the past like 15 or so years. Yeah. When it comes to horror films specifically. Yeah. I mean, I again, I don't rewatch movies very often. This is the third time I've seen it. I still have a ton of fun with it. <laughs> yeah, me and too. And I'm I'm looking forward to watching it again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like if I whenever I have kids, if I have kids, this is off the top of the <laughs> list for like, me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, um there's usually at this point we ask uh if we would recommend it, but we already know we would. I mean, uh, hard, are, hard yes. Hard yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. you got to watch this movie. If you've never seen it uh, after you listen to this, oh, man, you got it. You got to go and I don't care. Buy it, download it, whatever you need to do to, to find it. Uh, you I, know. I know we're like spoiling the entire film. People listen to these anyway, I'm sure. Yeah. Please watch it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's that good. You're you're gonna have more fun watching the movie than you did listen to us. You you are. You're yeah. you're not gonna be disappointed with this movie. I would, I would be shocked if if I had ever. I I've never talked to anyone who's watched this movie that didn't like it. As like a ninety two percent of Rotten Tomatoes. If if yeah. we, if we selling it doesn't do it for you, yeah, we'll check yeah. RT. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, anything else you wanna you know say? I think we said just about everything. No, I don't think there's anything we have not spoken about that I wanted to talk about. But uh, I don't get gushy about movies. This is a movie I get gushy about. Yeah. So, you know, if you've not seen this movie, do yourself a favor and please do. Yeah, check it out for sure. Well, I guess that's going to do it for uh, today's episode. Um, yeah, come back, uh, come back next week. Um, we're going to be talking about uh, a movie that you recommended, uh, which is a 2017's uh, One Cut of the Dead. I'm looking forward to checking that out. Me too. All right. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to follow us at both Twitter and Instagram at Ear for Fear. You can also check out our website, earforfear.com. There you can purchase merch and stay up to date on current episodes as well as news and events. We hope you come back and get an earful. See you soon.